Did that kind of stuff scare you? That's what I was about to think of. I I didn't know that was going on. I really didn't understand what drugs were as a child until Dare introduced me to drugs. And I was like, isn't "Hmm." that ironic? The program that's supposed to help you not do drugs is actually the one that teaches you and makes you curious about drugs. Wait a minute. If I drink enough Robotosum, what'll happen? (laughs) You're telling me I can get high naturally by just like holding my breath for a few seconds? (laughs) Telling me if I just lay down and I stand up real quick, I'll get the rush of a lifetime? (laughs) You're telling me if my friends push me up against a wall, I'll pass out? (laughs) And it'll be kind of cool? It'll be kind of funny because I'll pass out and I'll be like, (gasps) what happened? But no, I don't know. I don't think any of this really scared me. I was just afraid of dumb shit. Like I was afraid, for one, of darkness. And I, as general I said, darkness. Yeah, general darkness. Like, I would always be the kid who, like, reaches his hand in the door and then flicks the light on. You're like, I'm going to become in. Nosferatu. I will now have the weird hand creeping <laughs> yeah. inside of the door frame. Like, I would probably scare more people than I would be scared because they well, just yeah, see, like, a hand too. just whoosh, click. Jesus and then I walk Christ. in, hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> I, cu- I, can't, uh, I couldn't walk into, like, dark rooms at all. You still can't. What are you talking about? No, I still don't. Yeah. It's because. It's because I'm so paranoid. And you're blind. That you doesn't a, help either. Let me give you another example of recent life yesterday. Yesterday. Last night, last night, I took my contacts out. I turned off the lights in the bathroom, and I didn't turn on the lights in the hallway uh. in between the bathroom and my room. Yeah. So in the brief two steps, I was like, what if there's someone hiding on my stairs right now? And as soon Mother- as I enter my room, they're going to push in and murder me. So for two steps, Honey. I was like, you know, that dread. Like, I could yeah. feel it. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I just. That's oh, it. You're I'm not sorry. allowed to watch scary movies before <laughs> bed anymore. But I it's love too it. much for you. But it wasn't even that. So, yeah. I guess. Jeez. So I've been, I've been like this my whole life. That dread only hits me like, I don't know, once a month, maybe. But usually I'm pretty comfortable in my house. Oh, yeah. You would think someone who has that mindset can't do horror. But I fucking love it. I do have one more scary thing. Hit us with it. I thought about this as I was riding the exercise bike today because I was like elevating my arms. I was like, woo. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was, I don't know. I, I have really, weights. I have really tight shoulders, so I have to like stretch them out Let's pretty frequently. Get physical. Physical. No, but I was thinking about this game that I played when I was a kid and it's called Devil Raise Her Hands. The fuck <laughs> are you doing? What? <laughs> yeah okay so i played this game as a kid basically what you do is you have a person and i only received it i never like did this to somebody else they place you against a wall or a door or something a flat surface and you relax and you think of like a number written on a chalkboard and you like fix it have to be a chalkboard no but it like helps with the visualization aspect of it so you just like imagine a number or a word written on a chalkboard. It could be either one. So while you're doing that, a person, you are like completely relaxed, your eyes are shut, and the person like swings your arms in front of you and crisscrosses them, both sides, then um, snaps on either side of your ears. So you'll do that sequentially up to, I you think- you do this in the dark? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is creepy. You do it like sequentially, like up to 10, 12, 13, maybe. I don't know. 13. It may be 13, but I'm not sure because this six, was a six, while ago. Six. But anyway, so it'll go like, you'll swing, and it'll go like one, two, and then you'll get one snap. And you'll go one, two, three, four, and then you'll do two snaps by your ears. And you do that 
while you're imagining whatever it is you're focusing on in your brain, and then at the end of the sequence, the person will, like, whisper, devil raise her hands. And I shit you not, my arms, against my will, pulled up above my head and pinned to the door. And for, like, a solid two seconds, I couldn't move them off. And then I started screaming and my friends screamed and then it finally released <laughs> and I was able to get off. But it was really freaky because that was like the first time anything like that had happened to me. And it was even weirder because it was like not my peer. It was like my brother's friend who did it to me and he was like 10 at the time. And I was like, okay, if you think this is going to work, go ahead, bud. Like I was very skeptical anything was going to happen. And then my arms raised and like pinned and the thing is, is it feels like they're continuing to go through the wall because the pressure just gets more and more intense. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. And then I snapped out of it and we giggled and it was fine. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> well, that was weird, bro. That was weird. Oh, I was just, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was the devil. All right. Well, probably not. He's probably got better things to do. Hopefully. Got books for people to sign. Ooh. Got uh, babies to steal. Oh, that wasn't him, though. General... Mayhem. <laughs> I was going to say miasma. <laughs> What's miasma? I think it's like a gaseous thing. Ugh. It's like stinky gas. <laughs> you know, out in the forest. I think you have the miasma. <laughs> <laughs> final spooky season episode of the show dependent podcast Ooh, thunder crash baby screaming children laughing the sound of bongos as scooby-doo and shaggy get ready to run out of this room oh boy how is everyone doing out there i hope spooky season has been treating you well i hope you've been getting very scared and thinking you're about to die every single night because that's how you appreciate life. Am I dating John Kramer? Nah, he's different. Who he, is? He, do, he doesn't care. He doesn't think about dying every night. I want that's every, just you. I just want everyone to have... <laughs> yeah, it is. I want everyone to have a general sense of dread all through October. That's how it should be. I have it all year round, so we're good on that Also, you're on theme 24-7, 365. Absolutely. I'm only asking for your general dread for 31 days out of the year. <laughs> you forgot how many days were in October, didn't you? 31 for 31. The voice you are hearing whispering into your ears. How are you doing? Would you like to uh, taste the delicious, delicious butter before you? Perhaps would you like to uh, have a... Doritos Locos Tacos. <laughs> I just spit all over <laughs> What's that like to live, Moss? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, how you doing? It's Eddie. Oh, my God. Hi. It's Spooky Eddie. What's a, what's a funny... Spetty. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sounds like spaghetti. Yeah, that was the nickname as a child. You were Spetty? No. My librarian, no, my music teacher would call me Eddie Spaghetti. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, she's great. Shouts out to her. Like I don't want to give her spaghetti. her name, but yeah, it was essentially that thing. That's adorable. Yeah, it was great. 
Right next to me is one very festive, very on brand. Mm-hmm, what is your name? Kulu. It's just Kayla. All right. Well, I'm not really spooky. <laughs> <laughs> As you're wearing like a 31st of October Grim Reaper cat shirt. I mean, this is just everyday attire for me, so All it's right. kind of hard. Okay. <laughs> We are show dependent and we are the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. To end Spooky Season off right, we have what is possibly the scariest film in our recent lives. Mm-hmm. Easily. It affected me to my core. I was a little bit of a different person back then in terms of my uh tolerance. Tolerance and or the things that I was still afraid of. We'll get to it. We are talking about the... The Vitch. <laughs> that's not actually what it's called. It's just called The Witch, but we call it The Vavitch. Mm-hmm, because that's what it looks like. It is The Witch, stylized as The Vavitch, mm-hmm. a New England folktale. Yeah. Yay. Hooray. We're going to begin with the meet cute, as always. We're going to talk about how we met this wonderful film. This is another film that Eddie and I experienced exclusively together for the first time. Eddie and I had been dating for a little over a year in 2017, and we were looking for something to watch one fall night. We were alone in my house, and we decided to throw on this little number. And let me just say, for me, from the jump, I was on edge with this film. It was dark as hell in my living room, and the couch we were sitting on had about three feet of space between it and the wall, which I don't know about you, but I think that's the perfect size place for evil to hide. So <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Three feet is exactly what they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was freaky. Eddie and I were, of course, cuddling at the beginning of the movie, but as the film progressed, I remember I did not want Eddie touching me at all because anything, any sort of touch or bump would scare the hell out of me. So I was like actively like pushing him kind of away from me (laughs) and by the end of the film I was like curled up under a blanket and telling Eddie to like turn the light on just say what's happening because I can't handle watching it anyway needless to say this film scared us very easily hopped to the top of the list of scariest movies we've ever seen oh absolutely it was like a full terror experience Back then, I was kind of, you know, more afraid of demons and that whole thing. So at the apex of the film, Mm -hmm. when uh, it became rather apparent, we were probably going to see something demonic. I was like, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't seeing no demons. Legitimately was like doing the whole like, let me watch it through my hands thing. And I didn't even get to see you hide because I was so hidden and scared that I didn't even know that you were as afraid as you were. The unknown was building in my mind. So it was the idea of what I thought I was going to see. I did not want to see it. Oh, no, no, no. So it was a good time. Truly, truly felt terror. And it was awesome. Probably one of the scariest films I've ever seen in my life. Obviously, that first time was so effective. I'll remember it forever. Oh, yeah. I wish I could go back and experience that first time again. So much fun. Ooh, it was insane. It was very intense. But yeah, this is a film that we got to experience together and equally get the shit scared out of us. So that was (laughs) a great time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think it's time for us to talk about what this movie is actually about. Yeah, because we told you we're afraid of it, but what happened in it? 
we got to get to know the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's get to know the witch. I'm going to call it the Vavitch. We call it the Vavitch. Deal with it. <laughs> Sorry, Robert Eggers. We call it the Vavitch. He knows. He knows. He knows what he did with that type font. He's forcing our hand, if anything. He did it for a reason. We'll get there. Ooh, I don't know this reason. I'm excited to learn. In the 1630s, a Puritan family of six is exiled from their settlement in New England due to the father's separatist ideology of the Christian faith. Or should I say Christian faith? Christian. After finding a clearing in the woods far from their previous homestead, the family creates a new home, which they believe will bring them closer to God and his love. This faith is quickly shaken when the baby, Samuel, is stolen from the family under the watchful eye of their eldest daughter, Thomason. Needless to say, the family is distraught at the loss of their child, but still believe that they are in the Lord's favor. The mother, Catherine, is visibly resentful of Thomason and her role in the loss of her child. Catherine is distraught and cannot sleep or rest from her grief. This applies further pressure to the father, William, to provide <laughs> more for his family. Due to their poor harvest, William secretly steals Catherine's beloved silver cup to sell in town. Meanwhile, the eldest boy in the family, Caleb, is battling his lustful thoughts as he enters manhood. And the two remaining youngest children, the twins, Jonas and Mercy, simply cause more chaos and stress in the home by simply being silly children, who through their wicked songs and games place more stress on the family, and especially Thomason, who is constantly being put in charge of the twins and their behavior. The family has a small farm, and one animal in particular plays a role in the chaos that will soon take hold of the family. He's a billy goat named Black Philip. The goat is constantly trying to ram into the children and especially William. As the tension grows between the family, talk of witchcraft spreads amongst them, and fear and shame of sin wreaks havoc in the hearts and minds of all. Their pet dog Fowler runs into the woods and is brutally killed, Caleb is lured and possessed by a temptress witch in the woods, and then eventually killed. The twins are possessed and cannot remember their prayers. Catherine is visited by the supposed spirits of Caleb and her lost infant son Samuel, and tempted to sign the Book of the Devil. She says she will, but instead has her bare breast mutilated by a raven. This whole time, Thomason is suspected to be the witch, bringing this hellish rebuke to their family despite her innocence and her attempts to protect the family. The twins are taken, or killed, by a witch, and only Thomason remains. William's heart is torn to shreds as he begs for God's mercy, and the mercy given to him is being gored to death by Black Philip's horns. Catherine reaches her breaking point and tries to kill Thomason, but Thomason is able to defend herself with a knife, and she ends up killing her mother. With her whole family dead, Thomason has nowhere to go and no one to turn to except Black Philip, who she begs to speak to her, if he can. And lo and behold, Black Philip can not only speak, but he is actually the devil incarnate. He asks her to sign his book and she obliges. She has now become the witch that her family feared all along. She joins the coven that destroyed her loved ones and floats into the night with her new family by the power of Satan. And that is the Vavitch. Jesus Christ. Was that good wailing? It was a nice homage. Would you want to hear that in the woods? 
I think I'd rather lose a limb. Well, there you go. Then it was effective. Oh, my God. Yeah. This movie is... So good. So good. Something else. So scary. So much to talk about. Let's get started. Let's get with it, because now that we've gotten to know the Vavitch, we met them. Let's go steady and really just delve into what makes us love this film. Mm-hmm. Let's start it off at a natural starting point here. You've heard us say it many times. And essentially, we never call this movie The Witch. No. <laughs> it's always The Vavitch. Yes. Because if you look at the title, if you look at the cover of it, it's spelled with two Vs. Yeah. You may be wondering why. I am. Why? Why? I always just assumed that it was like the lack of the W in typefacing. And so like in order to make a capital W, they'd have to put two Vs next to each other. Is that what it is? What is it? I mean, that's essentially it. Robert Eggers. Here's a quick note. I, Eddie, watched the director's commentary. Yeah. Where he talks about a lot of this stuff. And I've seen a bunch of interviews where he talks about this. He did his research. He saw a lot of evidence that back then in the 1600s, I guess, oftentimes they represented a W as just two capital Vs. Oh, okay. So that's where he got it from. So he was like, well, you know, if this is historically accurate, let me do this. Mm -hmm. But he knows that people call it the Vavitch. Like he said it himself. Which is just funny. Well, it's I, fun to say. I mean, I initially thought it was just like a style choice. Like, ooh, this is creepy. It's a little different. You yeah, know? I don't know. I think like subconsciously because I, you know, I've taken so many English courses. I feel like I learned a little bit about typefacing and like the history of that. So I guess that was just kind of in my subconscious. But I really like calling it the Vivitch. Yeah, I mean, it's so much fun to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's my Twitter handle for crying out loud. Yeah, I was about to say, it's become such a big thing for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's your Twitter handle. Um, We had, like, a wrestling universe where that was your character. Yeah. Amongst our friends group, that's what we call this movie. Like, no no one calls it The Witch. No. (laughs) And it just feels weird to call it that. Because in my mind, it's like, oh, The Witch, that's stupid. But calling it The Vavitch is even dumber, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But in my mind, it's like, nah, that's right. That sounds good. It's The Vavitch. Mm -hmm. I love it. Fantastic. Such a nice choice. From the jump, just in the title alone. We haven't even gotten to the movie, guys. So right there you get like the little like light humming and stuff and it just says The Vavitch, a New England folktale and you're like, hell yeah, baby, let's mm-hmm. get it. Something's wrong here. Let's figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. William. William. He is a father. He has a deep voice. He's got a great voice. I will not be, what, what does he say? He's like, I will not be judged by false Christians. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. The first judgment. time I watched the first time I watched this movie, I didn't understand like 80% of the dialogue because my brain was just in reptile mode most of the time. <laughs> so I didn't really know what was happening. I just knew I was afraid. And there was a lot of paranoia <laughs> happening. <laughs> I just see like you, but with a long tongue, just crawling around. Just, hmm, I don't understand this, but I'm afraid. Mm, I'm scared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but William, he is Puritan. And right off the bat, we see this man, deep-ass voice, calling everyone else in his, like, Puritan community false. They suck. And no one understands God like I do. So he makes what I think is a wild choice. But always got to remember this is a period piece. This is, I mean, it's kind of still how it is today in a lot of places. His father makes such a wild decision for his family. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Isn't that, like, just classic horror, though? Like, dad's got a thing in his head. We gotta we gotta follow through with it for some reason. Dad is dead and 
He's dadding even harder than he ever has dadded before. This is just our life now. He instantly gets mad at the other Puritans. You know what? Screw you. We're leaving. Mm-hmm. And then his family, his wife obviously is like, okay, fine. But like his family, his kids are like, uh, I guess mm-hmm. you're doing a lot, William. I need you to take a breath and really think about what you're doing right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's a bold move to just leave a safe structure. Sure, you may not like agree with the the fine details of it, but it's like that was society and it was the only thing keeping you from the wilderness and being attacked by aggressive people or animals. There was definitely safety in numbers and William just kind of threw that to the wind and said, God will protect us. My Christ. Stop. (laughs) Save it for later. You've been doing this for like three days straight now. I'm going to do it forever. Oh, gosh. We immediately, you know, we get a beautiful shot of the family on a carriage. It's so pretty. Bumping hard. God, I I swear, had they gone any harder over that bump in the road, the whole cast would have fallen off the back of that wagon. Anya, Anya, Taylor Joy, the mother, don't know her actor's name would have gone flying oh yeah they were bumping along that road. beautiful shot they're leaving sadness the soundtrack starts kicking in the soundtrack to this movie is amazing it's its own character oh yeah it has wailing it just has so much like low hums and it feels like you're in the 1600s mm-hmm. we get like quick cuts seeing the forest seeing wilderness finding dirt and being like yeah this is the spot right here and then praying, and then it just slowly zooms into the forest. And as Ugh. we get closer, the music builds, and we hear like wailing. What is going on in this You're forest? Like, but we should be happy. Like we found a spot to live, and now I'm scared. What's happening? Yeah, they find a spot, and you immediately think, "This is bad. This is a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you think this is like a great patch of land, but like, mm-hmm. music's telling a different story. Maybe scout a different area, guys. Isn't that normally how it works, though? You often feel as though you find things are great. This mm-hmm. is perfect. And little do you know, Satan himself is just <laughs> off camera, just peeking over like... <laughs> okay, maybe you, but not me. I don't mean like Satan himself, but it's just, you know... Oh, yeah, you like go in luck. with like the best intentions. Bad and things. Everything goes wrong just, so quickly. What you doing over there, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, a real nice uh, piece of land. Be a shame if you lost your baby. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, do they. Uh, the fear of the woods is just like, it's so primal and it's so well adapted in the film. Like, you don't know why you're scared, but like as you the camera like pans through the woods and you get like these tense shots, you're just always on edge. It's It's weird how we have that like duality in our brain that's like, the woods is beautiful. It's a serene place. It's a place where you can find like solace and nature and really ground yourself. But in this film, it is such an antagonistic energy. It's so like violent and aggressive, even though it's not doing anything just by existing. And I and I think about it as the old world ideal, mm-hmm. which I want to present now because it's definitely how they see it. Yeah. Is that the woods in the past, 1600s and before, you know, really old world, the woods really did represent all that is evil, all that is wicked and bad, because you just didn't know what was there. Mm -hmm. You could essentially see it as pure darkness. Yeah. 
was what it was. That's why all old stories, essentially, bad things happen in the woods Mm -hmm. because it's the unknown. That's where monsters live. That's where Satan himself is because no one has been there. Mm -hmm. It's unconquered. It's untamed wilderness. It's wild because in this film, it's as if they're fighting against, obviously, the Vavitch. Yeah. <laughs> but also <laughs> yes. against nature and darkness itself. Mm-hmm. Because at one point in the film, William, he's talking to Caleb, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when he they're says, walking together. We will conquer this wilderness. It will not consume us. And I think about that because you could pretty much say we will conquer this darkness and it won't consume us. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, just fighting against evil. Yeah. He said, we're not going to go down like this. So it really is. That's why they say don't go into the woods. Mm-hmm. It's just everything bad is there. And I thought it was so well done in this film. Oh, yeah. It's super scary. Yeah, I mean. And not in like a jump scare way. Like this no, film no, does well, not literally go into that arena. Well, let which... me just say this. Jump scares, everyone knows that they're good in horror. And mm-hmm. they're very effective and they're fantastic. Jump scares are not scary. That's not fear. That's yeah. not what it is. That's it's simple. like surprise, surprise and startling. That's my like fine line with mm-hmm. jump scares because jump scares are fantastic. I love a good jump scare, but it's not. That's not what terror is. That's yeah. not dread. Jump scare is not what stays with you weeks after you see a film. No, it's the slow tension that this film has when you're legitimately just watching the camera zoom in on a bunny. Yeah, and you're just what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, or just legitimately. There's so many shots in this film where the camera is just zooming into trees. Yeah. And you're just, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. I don't want to go in there. No, and it was like such a, it's such a good choice to like force your perspective to, uh, to approach the thing you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like often like you'll want to pull away, but by forcing that camera angle, it's, it's making you more uncomfortable. It's like having somebody push you from behind into doing something that you don't want to do. If I could talk about the woods a little more. Go ahead. I want you to picture yourself in woods. Mm -hmm. No one around you. It's daytime. Yeah. But you're just walking, leaves crunching under your feet, general sounds of wildlife, maybe some birds, maybe terrifyingly you hear a wolf or a bear off in the distance. You're lost. You don't know where you are. But you kind of have an idea of where you need to go. As soon as night falls, you may as well be floating in space. Yeah. Because the woods, it's such a, as you said, it's such a primal fear that humans have that I think every person to an extent, if you're if you're in the woods alone at night, there's no way you're not afraid. Oh, absolutely not. You take that, you mix it in with the intense fear of the unknown that the old world people had. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, we have it now. We're afraid of what we don't know, but they just didn't understand the world at all. Mm -hmm. So they legitimately thought, Robert Eggers says it in the commentary, for the people of the past, the ancient people, magic and reality were the same. Mm -hmm. They legitimately thought people were witches, (laughs) that Satan was real, and that people had all these magical powers. It wasn't fake for them. Mm -hmm. It was 100% real. So keeping that in mind, you are walking and as i was paranoid in my room (laughs) last night yeah but you were thinking a literal demon Mm -hmm. or witch could jump out at me and 
end take it all. Take my life. Bewitch me. Yeah. Take your soul to hell. Yeah. You're damned forever. Mm-hmm. How were you not? How were they not super paranoid? I think you've still got that old world brain rattling around oh, yeah, in your skull, got, honey. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just makes so much sense to me. The woods are terrifying. Yeah. Especially at night. Yeah. What do we, you do? we have, you know, we traded our big brain oh. for like losing so many perceptive things. Like we don't have night vision. We don't have weapons. Like we don't have claws. Yeah. We've got speed and intellect. Well, not even speed, just endurance. We got endurance. We got endurance. We yeah. can outrun animals because we can just keep running. But I have a bigger brain. I get a bigger brain. That way I can play this Call of Duty. <laughs> nice try, bears. Okay. One v one me on rust. I'll snipe you your scrub. ass. <laughs> 360 no scope. Just picture a bear headset kicking my ass. Oh man. <laughs> oh fuck, he's really good. <laughs> That's really humiliating. <laughs> oh my god, Bosco, uh, take it easy. But something like that is crazy about this film is how believable the witch is. Because mm, it's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't normally be, like, sure, I'd be freaked out if I saw, like, a naked woman in the woods. I'd be like, ma'am, where are your clothes? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Especially nowadays. People aren't naked for no reason. No, 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 no. No, we are, we are mostly clothed as a populace as much as possible. Yeah, which is a weird problem I have in some horror. Yeah, how nudity is used as like a crutch for, I don't know, a plot device. But it makes sense in the context of this film. It's not. It's not this film. Perfect. Hereditary. It's not superfluous. Hereditary. I'm like, shut the fuck up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Lame. Don't just throw naked people at me. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But like this witch is so believable. But simultaneously, it's like, how the hell are you running around this fast and this quiet? Oh, that was wild. Is it because of the devil? Does the yeah, devil like cloak her? Explain it. Tell them. Okay, so basically what happens is the baby Samuel gets snatched from in front of the eyes of Thomason, who's playing like peekaboo with the baby, who's a foot in front of her. Yeah, you got to believe. I mean, think about playing peekaboo with an infant yeah you're not gonna be 50 yards away no they're right in front <laughs> you know? of you yeah a foot two yeah, they I can't would say see super far in front of them four feet at most mm-hmm. and that's a lot yeah that is a lot she was maybe a foot and a half away mm-hmm. and this baby just got snatched and when she looked up from like opening her eyes he was gone and all you could see in like the 40 yard 40 yards in front of her about is just a just the sway of the brush yeah. from where the witch had ran. And it's like, how? Yeah, I was how? like, if you play in D&D, not only did she get a natural 20, this witch got like three nat 20s. Yeah. How were you? It was insane. She rolled with advantage, rolled a 23, and then on the next roll, rolled like a 25. It's yeah. like, what, are you, what the hell? You needed a five to pass, but sure, I'll give you the She's, 27. She may as Just, well. <laughs> did she? And we, we don't. She didn't fly. No, because she no. couldn't. Right. Yet. She hadn't made the... So I don't know. I, and he, he doesn't explain it, but I think it is. A, it's just a weird... Well, it's, it makes like, you second the, guess. Like, did I miss fast? something? <laughs> did I fucking like blink too fast or something? Like what? I mean, or too slow? Right, because she... Peekaboo. Again, you do it for what? It's a quick what? game. Like, two, two seconds? seconds. Peekaboo. Yeah. Yeah, and then Samuel's just fucking gone. gone. And he doesn't cry. 
Snack. It's just silent. It's terrifying. Ugh. I, I get nervous when I lose my keys. I can't imagine losing my infant brother. That's what I said. How how do how do you, how do you explain this? You don't. How do you go back? You can't. I think I would just leave. Yeah, be like, well, <laughs> I I have forsaken my family. And take my hat off and do that like hat wave. Goodbye. Well, fare thee well, life. Yeah. I guess I'm done now. I don't understand. I feel guilty when I forget to take the chicken out of the freezer for my mom. I can't believe <laughs> what would happen if I lost my brother. Wild. It wasn't even her fault. He just got fucking snatched. Yeah, by the stealthiest witch that has ever witched. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Insane. Super freaky. There are a few witches at the end. Yeah. I always thought it was like the same witch. It was always one. Well, what do you think? Well, I think it's the coven working together. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I'm right or not. I always interpreted it. It's interpreted just one. it. I just hurt my neck. <laughs> <laughs> trying to Calm down, old man. You're, you're speaking too hard. As a uh, one witch, but it's just you know witches can transform mm-hmm. and all that because I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but yeah. with Caleb's witch encounter, mm-hmm. the witches simultaneously two things. Yes, I don't know. See, I don't. Do wanna, I don't know. Do you want to just talk about witches now? Yeah, I mean, why does we might Let's as talk well talk about the witch in this film? Yeah, because it's a very classic witch portrayal. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, they're not walking around in their anti-Semitic hats and things, <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's like a, a classical witch. It's freaky because I i mean, this was the first film I had ever really seen witches portrayed in this way. Mm-hmm. I, they had always just been like the people who wore po- pointy hats and rode on brooms and <laughs> yeah, and did that sound. But they fought this- Banjo-Kazooie. They took his... Uh, sister away and then you have to go fight into the mouth of her uh, cavern and you gotta take her on in a quiz show and then eventually you and Kazooie knock her out and she's kind of hot sometimes and it's just I don't know it's very confusing sounds like you have to do some unpacking of your, your sexual awakening <laughs> Gruntilda? <laughs> Gruntilda was hot <laughs> at least she was when she stole the soul of your sister and it made her beautiful that's Caleb <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it does connect to this fucking film but witches but witches the witch slash witches i don't fucking know i think it's one in this film are dope you may be wondering why steal a baby what's the point other than being mean yeah other than being evil well here's the thing about classic witches because again humans didn't know any better they thought the worst of people and of evil beings they believed that witches, they needed to do a special something to fly. Like say a little spell? What, what was it? A little bubble, bubble. Toil and trouble. No, it's a little different. How so? Well, you know, first you need an infant. Why? Then you gotta, I don't know how you check this. I guess you just assume. Make sure that it's an unbaptized infant. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't think you get like branded once you get baptized. Gotta damn this baby's soul to limbo? Mm, yeah, probably. I don't know. I'm not Christian. And then what you do is you uh, take the baby's intestines out, Ugh. mash those into a nice little flight potion, and you rub it all over your body, and over your stick, and then it allows you to fly for a little bit. Ugh. This witch kills Samuel, 
and mashes his intestines up to make flight potion. I mean, she's pretty gentle with him. That was a weird scene, though. I've got a thing with babies. I don't like it. What is it? it, I can trace it back to the first time I saw, like, I didn't even watch the whole film, but I saw that clip in A Beautiful Mind where he almost drowns (laughs) his baby. Yeah traumatized me why because it's fucking scary let's unpack it right here let okay, me get my therapist glasses okay it's let's... time for another therapy session <laughs> <laughs> i think it has to do with the lack of control that babies have of themselves with their environment like this thing was so helpless in a beautiful mind it was left on its back in a rising bathtub uh, that was being filled and the baby almost drowns and, like, the father is none the wiser and almost kills, like, the fragility of life is the thing that freaks me out about babies. Because if, if you drop that thing, it's done. Like, it's gone. <laughs> oh, my soft spot. Yeah, his, his squishy head, dead. <laughs> nice fun. It's the same reason I'm not great with, like, baby animals either. It's like, oh, oh, you're too so fragile. You're so small. I mean, they're... Better than we are. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I drop a kitten, it's probably going to land on its feet. We traded our big brains Mm -hmm. for being born helpless and needing care for... For way too long. Way too long. Way too fucking long. Like, upwards of five years, you are useless. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it's so frustrating. That's the hard thing and, like, the scary thing about babies to me is, like, they need so much but they can't do anything about it except for cry, which is possibly one of the most horrifying sounds in general. Why is It's just that? a baby crying. It has to do with like the frequency, especially for women, like, and this is a stereotype, but like the maternal brain goes into like extreme baby? mode. Yeah, like Where if you it? hear a baby and you are, you know, a lactating you're mother, walking, you're like, you will start to- you're walking in the woods alone at night. <sighs> That's a Wendigo. And I'm running no. away. <laughs> Wendigos are not babies. Well, it's a skinwalker then. Don't they're they like th- never portrayed as babies. Oh, I know, but don't they mimic voices? Well, yeah, but babies don't voice; they cry. Yeah, I don't like that. Ugh. Yeah, it's weird. It's really freaky. And if you think about it, like that's the only real sound that you ever really hear from. Like they might coo and somewhat <laughs> laugh, they coo. but <laughs> oh, it it unnerves me. I don't like it. That's so interesting. It freaks me out. I saw A Beautiful Mind, and aside from the ending, you've seen it. Do you know oh, the Oh, I ending? know the twist, okay. yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil the movie this, that's been out this forever. This film like 20 years old, but yeah. But aside from the twist, the movie was fine. Great film. <laughs> the baby in the tub scene traumatized Honestly, me. if you didn't have this thing, I would have forgot that was even in the movie. Oh, that's like my only memory from that film. Did not stick with me at all. Mm-mm. I don't do well with like, not corruption of innocence. Corruption. But like the potential of death of an innocent creature. So how'd you feel about Samuel getting murdered? It was fucked up, man. Like, that's super sad. Like, this little thing doesn't even really have conscious thought or memory. No, it doesn't. Was just taken and mutilated. Here's a positive. Can I give a silver lining? Yes, please. Baby probably didn't even know it was alive to begin with. That's comforting. (laughs) That's, you know, that did make me feel better. Thanks, Eddie. (laughs) It it didn't even know that it was. It just. Take me back to that time. It just wasn't. And then that was it. Honestly, <laughs> not a phone in sight, just vibing. No bills to pay, just no job to go to. 
Grooving. Just shitting my pants. Getting, <laughs> Someone else cleaning it up. Yep. No, we're certainly not boss baby. We don't know what's happening when no. we're a baby. <laughs> you're right. You know, that does make me feel better. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Ugh. So I don't know. That's the initial witch. Now, we either switch to a different witch or what I think is the same witch. Mm-hmm. When Caleb is tempted. Yeah. Let's take a quick tangent here. Let's. I feel like this whole thing has been a tangent, but let's go. (laughs) Yes, Caleb. What's up with this boy? He's just a horny little kid. He's prepubescent. Yeah, he's probably like, what, 11, 12, maybe? He's starting, you know, parents sign him up for Cher. He doesn't really know what's going on. He's a little. Cher is the Bible. (laughs) What are you talking about? He's a little nervous about it, you know? Cher stands for sexual health and reproductive education. I think that's Sounds what it, right to I me. think that's what it is. It's just share. It's bad. <laughs> it's not informative at all. It is bad. That's why <laughs> Caleb starts to want to bang his sister. He sees those itty bitty titties popping sees, out of a corset. Uh what is it? A heaving bosom? Yeah. I mean, sure. Let Can me, you blame let him? Let me let me tangent this tangent. <laughs> I cannot, but I'm also an adult. Yeah. And not related to Anya yeah. slash Thomas. Thomas and yeah. <laughs> wild that they live just with their family they don't know i know that they were in a town before they don't have anyone else to talk to that would fucking (laughs) i would kill myself (laughs) 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 my family's gonna listen to this and be like wow kayla really hates us and it's like no she hates babies and (laughs) And us (laughs) (laughs) no but it's yeah i would lose my mind being stuck around the same Five people. Yeah. Even if it wasn't your family. Just think. Five people? That's not enough that's variety. <laughs> no. They don't even really have pets. They have like their goats and maybe and a dog. few chickens and a dog. Yeah. And I would yeah. just spend all day talking to the fucking and animals. E- they would the, think I was a witch. And the fucking twins even start talking to one of the animals. Yeah. Because they're so lonely. They're like, yeah, they're let like, me we talk don't have to any this friends. guy. And Black Phillip's like, I'll be, I'll be your friend. <laughs> uh, what? Huh? Bah. Oh my god. Oh, that's what I thought you said. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine how fucking scary that would be? What? One day you're just talking to your animal. Like, I'm just talking to my cat one day, and then she fucking talks back? In reality, you would immediately be like, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, absolutely. That would be like world breaking. Yeah. I can't even fathom. That's why people say when you, if you see an alien, yeah. Oftentimes people say that. Their very first thing that they do when they see an alien is just utmost terror and they want to just scream because you're being confronted with something not only that is just so mind-breakingly different from anything you've ever encountered, but you have now become the prey and you are encountering something that is stronger than you Mm -hmm. and can hunt you. So we revert to our reptilian animal brain and are just like, fuck i need to get out of here and to circle it back in that's kind of what happens to caleb oh yeah he's frozen when he sees the witch in the wood he has got a wood a woody of his (laughs) own (laughs) or a stick he's a little kid Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) anyway but he is like it's got to be such a confusing thing. But I mean, I, I'm sure we've all experienced it in our adult lives, like wanting something so badly because you cannot have it and it's boner. forbidden. Yeah. I mean, he probably has a giant fear boner. 
It's a small one. I mean, a, you know, a his sized fear boner. He's got a twig. Yeah. <laughs> but like, think about that. Like you've, one, you've, you know, you don't probably even know what sex is. So you just have like You're these urges. William didn't tell him what banging is. Oh, absolutely not. Come here, son. <laughs> I will teach you the ways of the female orgasm. Oh, yeah, sure. William's getting on that clit with Catherine, I'm sure. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, my boy Willie fucks. Yeah, a lot. He had six kids. Yeah, five or, times. Five, yeah, five kids. Yeah, five kids. He had sex at least five times. At least five. Yeah, insane. But like he he looks at this witch and he's like, I'm going to come, but I also want to kill myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's probably why I was afraid. He immediately came. And came he's like, and was I've like, never done this before. She's going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> also, what is this liquid in my pants? Yeah, like what is that? I happening? peed. <laughs> yeah, I think this is pee. Yeah. But then like you see like this beautiful woman with great tits and like gorgeous hair. Bapping. And then he, she like goes to hold Caleb and like kiss him, but it's the hag's hand. It's like the wicked, old, yucky hand. Mm-hmm. Is that why you think it's only one person? Yeah. Okay, because I always interpreted it as like there was the hot like front witch, and then the bad witch like <laughs> snuck up behind her and then grabbed him and pulled him with into that the maximum stealth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she just floats. Maybe, uh, but I, I don't know. Maybe really, you interpreted it as mm-hmm. another witch just. I, snuck I thought it was him. like a tag team endeavor. It's like Kath, uh, like I don't know a witch name like. Jezebel, fuck, we'll go with that. Ooh. Jezebel, like, you've got the tits to play this boy. You are going to go out there and lure him in, and then I'll snag him. Yeah. And then they, like, tied him down and, like, performed the... The suck. The possession. Probably the suck. <laughs> I don't know. Jealous. <sighs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. See, I always interpreted it as... I cannot say this word. Interpreted. I always interpreted it interpreted it as she was just hiding herself mm-hmm. kind of like uh snow Ursula. white oh yeah that too because she hides her evil gross self as a beautiful witch right yeah Am she's I the evil wrong? she's the evil queen and then she yeah. turns herself into the hag that's it yeah so similar to that yeah that's it and so it was the you I know think you're probably right the scare for the audience which is yeah. always funny in movies like when you see a uh, killer run past the hall and no one sees it. That's not for them. That's for us, mm-hmm. which is very funny to think of. Here's a fun fact. Hmm. Do you know how they achieved this shot? Because Robert Eggers tells us in the commentary. Did they just do the exact same thing that I just said? <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, how did I fucking know? They just had an old lady yeah, just, here's behind, my hand now. behind the model. She was a supermodel. Wow. Um, I could tell. Just behind her in the cloak. And yeah. then she just... which is kind of funny that's probably why i just interpreted as two people because i i my brain was like that's the only way they could have done that well yeah so i was just like two people i'm gonna i'm gonna accept that as two people let's circle around to that initial tangent yeah how it kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. again it's only them yeah caleb is young he's horny Mm -hmm. he's getting there there's literally no other women around. No. Except so for it, his yucky mom. Gross. Ugh. No offense to that actor. She's a great actor. She's fantastic. She's definitely a character actor. She does a great job. But um, I don't think I could get my rocks off to that 
um, William mother. Did. Uh, William got his rocks off enough. So Caleb. Limited options. Looking at his. Uh, Spank Bank has one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and that dollar's name is thomason yeah <laughs> who is unfortunately his sister mm-hmm. and then Ooh. at the end i mean we're hopping all around so we may as well just go for it yeah the fucking mom she and i get that she's corrupted yeah mind is gone all that stuff but she yells at thomason and says like i saw you like essentially trying to seduce caleb calls her a whore yeah and all that and i'm just why does this mother suck <laughs> yeah why why are you ass Catherine? yeah not like thomason she's just dressed normally yeah she's not bad she's just doing her laundry she's not baps out no not only is that not an excuse yeah or a reason but it's just like i i cannot get over how many times this mother to me shows she just hates her daughter mm-hmm. and that was one of the final straws yeah it's just come on now yeah, I think like part of it comes down to the resentment of her beauty. You think that's it? I, like I the don't know. I mirror, think mirror, mirror on the wall. Potentially, but it's also just like you took my body you, from me. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I think it's more of like um like vanity and pride. So it's like oh this this girl is corrupted just by looking the way that she does. Because she's hot. She was born a temptress. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Even though it's your fucking gene pool that she pulled through. So yeah, you should be um, happy. Yeah. You could get a lot more money for her at the market. Probably. Mm-hmm. That was also wild. The yeah, whole just, world is She started insane. her period. It's time to sell her. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Sell her. Sell her. That's your daughter, man. Ugh. Ugh. How many cows do you think I'm worth? All the cows Aww. in the galaxy. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'm worth all the cows. Mm-hmm. Ugh so wild we just used to barter people how much for your hot daughter um how many eggs do you have i got 11 i'll take the 11 eggs and two chickens <laughs> you can have her how many eggs do you have 11 mm, that's too much give me six <laughs> and i will give you my daughter and this pig you drive a hard bargain i'll do it oh god parents suck <laughs> They're just like, what? I get it. It was a lot harder to be a parent back then. Because literally. I mean, yes. And no. And no, because. Your kids were your labor force. Yeah. You legitimately made kids. To, people still do it today. That's true. For one, just to have someone to hang out with. Now there's three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add a third to the mix. But Spice also. Yeah. Someone to do chores. Slash. You were an adult at eight. <laughs> you know yeah it's it's crazy <laughs> burner was a lot lower didn't have to raise him for 18 years you just had to make it through a tough eight and mm-hmm. then now i've got another full-grown adults living with I me i guess so that fucking silver cup <sighs> that's really what like the domino effect kind of starts from there what the fuck why why do parents do this to their kids? My silver cup. It's not his silver cup. It's your mother's silver there cup. There you go. It's Catherine's silver cup. Catherine's silver cup. I feel like <laughs> so often like kids have to take the fall for their parents' mistakes. Yeah, it's a weird thing that parents do. And it's especially in Thomason's case in this film. Mm. Poor thing. <laughs> why did you just moan like that? Because you thought of Anya. 
Yeah. I know. She's got those big eyes that you love. Okay. It's it, She's cute. Queen's I don't Queen's Gambit, you. you know? Yeah. It's She's gorgeous. Anyway, but it's just like such a shitty thing that parents tend to do where they'll make a mistake, but they'll make it their kid's problem. Well, son, I did the one thing your mother told me not to do. Yeah. I cannot hold this burden alone. Mm-hmm. You're going to share this with me now. I don't want your secrets, father. Why do well, I have to keep them? Well, guess what, child? This PlayStation 5 is not going to hide itself. Oh, no. We're putting it in your room. I'm keeping the controllers. If your mother finds out, we're through. Okay. The stakes are high. Oh, boy. Don't fail me. I don't know if you just replaced the silver cup with the PlayStation 5. Could be interchangeable. I don't think so. How no? How how so? Because it belongs to Catherine, and then William <laughs> steals it and sells it at the market. Whatever, <laughs> tomato tomato. Okay, I think it's more like tomato potato, but that's fine. Apples and pears. Okay, we can still compare them. Apples and elephants. Nope, that that's a non-comparison. One's big. Which one is it? Are we talking about New York? <laughs> <laughs> Just go on. Anyway. William steals the cup, Catherine's silver cup that she got from her father. It's like their one family heirloom. Back in the day, man. What's my most prized possession? That little thimble in that corner. That fork right there. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, like silver was and is still very precious. Yeah. Which is why William stole it and sold it because they didn't have any food. And he couldn't look like a failure. How else is he going to get that Xbox Series 1X? Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he ends up telling Caleb, Caleb has to hold this secret. And then Catherine accuses Thomason of like stealing or hiding the silver cup. Because she hates her daughter. And he just, William just lets Thomason take the fall. I know. It's his one thing. Mm. mm, Me. He has a few things, but it's fine. He just. Bride. I mean, I guess he, he, the best thing about William is that he trusts Thomason for the longest amount of time. And he actually, you get the sense that he actually cares about his daughter. And children in general. And my, oh, I. (laughs) You gotta stop. (laughs) People are not gonna know what you're saying. They've seen the film. I hope so. Corruption. Corruption. Thou art my father. (laughs) Through the woodpile. Oh, poor thing. (sighs) Yikes. Yeah, why why do parents do that? They're children. I mean, I guess it goes back to what you just said. Your family are literally the only fucking people. Yeah, who else is he going to tell? Who else can you talk to? The goat or the chicken? He could Go yell it into the stream, I guess? I don't know. I probably, he probably, and this is probably what people just do in general, is they, they want to, like, relieve themselves of the burden of the secret, but that just makes it heavier for both people. No, it lightens the load for both people. I don't think so. Instead of one person carrying it, now two people are. I don't think that's how secrets work. But okay, (laughs) maybe like literally helping pull a wagon, sure. It's a wagon full of my secrets. (laughs) (laughs) You have a wagon full of secrets? Yeah, I got a lot of PlayStations. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't help myself. I guess not. You You gotta really stop spending this much money. Yeah, that fucking silver cup. Catherine immediately blames her daughter. Says, uh, where is it? And Thomason says, uh, I don't know. Where is it? I just told you I don't know. You're a liar. 
what did the wolf take the cup to? Oof. And you're just... It's that thing where audible, <gasps> and then <Yeah>. one person... <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, the wolf thing goes back to Thomason saying that it was probably a wolf that took Caleb... I mean, not Caleb, who took Samuel, the baby... Because how the fuck would you think that was a person that was able to zip in and out that fast? Like, it had to be an animal. I would assume so. And they had never, they've never found the wolf. And then the mother just knows that it upsets Thomas. Mm-hmm. She has to know that she feels terrible. Oh, yeah. And then just hits her with it anyways. Mm-hmm. It's called abusive parenting. Fantastic. She's just, being, she's just being a good Christian. Humans have always been the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that's right. If there's one thing Christians do well, it's guilt. And hypocrisy. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we sync that a little too perfectly. It's just, it's too late. Eventually, William, he does say, It was I who took the silver cup. He finally... I sold it at market. It fetched a good price. Yeah. And she doesn't care. No. Because the damage is already and it's, done. And it's the one moment where she's kind of nice to Thomason because she's like, oh, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Let me make it up to you by kind of being nice to you. Yeah. Here's, here's your reward. Meanwhile, Thomason is still like begging for the favor of her mother. Mm-hmm. She like wants her mom to love her so much. She's like, in the middle of a rainstorm, she's like, I'll still go take care of the goats if you want me to. Please, your mother. And then... Then the mom's like, oh, you don't have to, honey. Like, you can stay inside. She's like, no, it'll make you happy. And then she does it anyway. It's like, goddamn, Thomason's, like, going above and beyond to, like, be nice and helpful to this witch of a woman who's ironically not even a witch. Right. Bummer. Speaking of witches. Yeah. The whole film is based on them. No, really? Still wild to me. (laughs) I think a large part of this was they didn't keep their children ignorant enough. Oh, yeah, you wanted to get to this point. I think because... I've got an answer for you about this. Mm-mm. Oh, you <laughs> don't want to hear my opinion. Okay. Well, I'll just turn my mic off then. <laughs> hey, why did these kids know so much about witches and witch lore? Mercy, one half of the twins. She's seven. Something oh, like younger that. than that. She's six. Ba, 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 ba. I be the witch of the wood. Clickety-clackety, She knows so much about witches. She immediately just goes out and says, I'm a witch. I ran through the brush or whatever. And then Thomason goes so hard. Ham in the paint, if you will. Her. She fucking full court just gets the ball and just drives down the middle. Fucking dunks that ball in on Mercy. Mm-hmm. The whole time Caleb's in the back just saying she's lying. Relax. But Thomason just seems to know so much. She says pretty much everything that we know about witches, she recites. Mm-hmm. Says, I dance naked with him. I sold my soul. I'll bewitch you. I'll do this and that and all this. Why do you know so much about witches? You're in this mess. Because you just you said too much. Mm-hmm. You know? If they were just, I don't know, if they didn't know anything about witches, this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it pulls back into the the statement you had earlier Uh-oh. about how I got myself? you already know the answer <laughs> to this question. All right. It's, I... it's by pulling the two worlds together. They have to know the evil they must fear. I guess. So it's like, if you know your enemy, then you'll know how to avoid it. So by, by knowing the signs of a witch 
or what you've been told a witch is, then you can truly know what evil is. It's like how it's later said in the film how um, they're trying to figure out who is wicked amongst them. And they say that the devil speaks scripture too. And it's like knowing... Silence, creature. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... (laughs) Jesus, you're never going to stop this voice. No, but it's like this was real. They had to know the enemy to know how to avoid it. So I think it was just like... It was just a survival strategy. I guess. I don't know. It's just, it was like too much. I loved it. I mean, I love it. I mean, as the firstborn, getting in my little brother's faces <laughs> and like shutting that shit down <laughs> was so nice. Because it's like, yeah. you better shut up or I'm going to tell mom. And guess what? She's going to believe me, not you, because you've been screaming your head off at Xbox for four hours and she's fucking done with your ass. So you better quit it. <laughs> Like having that leverage and that's something that happens like amongst the children a lot is like getting to bully each other and like just like having having things in on one another and using that as leverage. But she went off and scared the hell out of mercy. It's too hard. I loved it. It'd be like you telling your brothers when they were younger like, hey, guess what? I murdered someone. (laughs) I chopped them up into bits and they are in the fucking floorboards. Yeah. And guess what? If you keep raging, I'm going to do it to you, too. And I'll do it before you can tell mother. No one's going to believe you because you'll be dead by my hands. You're right. That is pretty intense. You know, it's yeah. just, why are you going so hard? <laughs> and she's fed obviously, up. you know, fed a six year old would just be, oh, fuck. And she is. She's I'm just laying on her back murderer. in the reeds like, <laughs> my sister's going to kill me. And then she runs off. In her stiff little dress. In her old woman's outfit. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. it's funny yeah i don't know yeah, I and think then it's later just... yeah go ahead i mean it's again it's funny you think of the salem witch trials mm-hmm. that's a lot of people accusing each other of witches probably because there were just so many of them no it only takes just one family and they had a witch trial of their own yep amongst six of them yeah it don't take much paranoia spreads much faster in smaller groups apparently so why do you think the show Survivor has been going on as long as it has? They should do that, but with scary shit. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. They should be like Survivor, but in a haunted cemetery or something. That sounds fun. Make it spooky. Spooky. Sounds good to me. Thomas and you went too hard. Yeah. It's too much. Sometimes the joke is not a joke anymore. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk more about William. Let's do it. Because he's... The first time I watched this movie, I was like, this guy's an asshole. Really? Kill him. Yeah, because I was just, I don't know. I've got my own, in, I got my own issues. But, <laughs> no, but like now re-watching it for a few times, it was like, he's such a sympathetic character. He's a good And you guy. feel so bad for him. Because like, can you imagine the guilt you would have if not only, one, you got your family kicked out of the safest community they'll ever live in, in this new, quote unquote, new world, then... You think you're doing a good job, and then every single thing you do goes wrong. And you feel responsible for it because you set the path, and now your wife doesn't want to be there. Your kids are becoming possessed and, (laughs) you know, awful and evil. And you feel like in your heart of hearts, you're doing the right thing. Wake devils. But he eventually knows it was his fault. 
Yeah. Or he blames himself. Yeah. I fucking love William every time I watch this film. Mm-hmm. I only loved him more when we rewatched it recently. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. I think he does. For, for one, unlike the mother, you get the sense that he actually cares about his children. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I get it. And here's the thing. Yes, a mother and a child, you know, that relationship is obviously different than a father and a child. Mm-hmm. In the biological sense of you gave birth to this thing. Yeah. It is of you, flesh of your flesh, Ugh. blood of your blood, all that stuff. It really is. Mm -hmm. So there's that connection that however connection, spiritual, biological you want to say. I get that. But also, I don't know. William also lost his infant baby. Yeah. And is also probably feeling like absolute trash. Mm -hmm. But he has to keep up and keep going. Right. Yeah. He's trying to make things better every single time. Catherine offers him no help. No. Offers him no answers. And the one thing she does answer is the most outlandish thing. He says, well, tomorrow we can go home. We'll leave. She says, no, I want to go to England. Catherine. Catherine, do I look like I've got a boat that <laughs> can take I us to England? like I have a sail sticking out of my back? What do you want <laughs> me to do? You may as well say, I want Jesus himself to come down here yeah. and solve this problem. I don't know. William, to me... Yeah, he messes up with the silver cup. For me, that's his one mistake because he should have just fessed up sooner. Or just like not go so hard on the religious front and get your family in this situation in the first place. I will not be judged by false Christians. I think you will, William, and you'll fall by false Christians. Nah, 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 nah. He fell by the devil, not by false Christians. But yeah, he, when they look for Caleb and Thomason, he sees Thomason immediately runs up and hugs her. Mm -hmm. Catherine wouldn't have done that. Oh, she no. probably would have yelled at she her. She would have like throttled her by the arms and be like, where is your brother? Right. What have uh, you done with him? He, with Caleb, when Caleb is going through his death and his possession and all that stuff, he tries his best to pray for him. And there's a nice scene where he's smiling, where he briefly thinks Caleb is going to get through it. Yeah. He obviously tries to provide for the family. He does everything he possibly can do. Yeah. It's just, you know, the devil's working hard out here. Mm-hmm. But he knows at the end, and it's sad as hell. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing scene. It's weird that it's not on YouTube. Like, it's not. Oh, yeah, you looked for it? Yeah. But it's when, near the end, when William, he finally realizes in his mind that everything is his fault. Mm-hmm. And he starts crying, you know, oh, my Christ. Oh, it's me. I'm full of the sin of pride. You know, he blames himself because he's too prideful. And he is. He's a very proud man. You know, and he took his family away and into the wilderness. It's the audacity for me. He couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) He eats dirt, which was a real thing that uh, apparently Puritans did in the past. If they thought they were being lowly, offensive to God and all that, they would eat dirt. And he just begs God, you know, like, take me, but save my children. And, you know, and the whole time Thomas is just watching him. Mm-hmm. And it's just, look at this man. Going through it. God has to help him, right? Nope. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not alert. real. <laughs> you, but you know who is real? The devil. Black Philip. Black Philip. Let me say this. Catherine. Ass. Eventually, when we do this bracket, <laughs> Catherine is a strong contender for number one seed, worst mom. Oh, yeah. Easily. William, for me, he's going in the best dad's bracket. 
He's he's really trying out here. <laughs> he's you know? up there with Which Goofy. More, more than most modern fathers do. Up so. there with Uncle Iroh. He's a good guy. He is. Yeah, he really is. He's trying, right? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. What what more can he do? Nothing. He's praying. <laughs> he's like praying. There's <laughs> like nothing else. I just... Do you know why... And I'd, I'm not trying to blame William for this. It's a genuine question. Why was why was Samuel not baptized? Did we ever get an answer for that? Do they have to wait like a year? I would assume. I don't know. I was raised Catholic. Yeah. I was raised Mormon, so I don't really have an answer for that. So we're not Puritan. No. Most of the time, yeah, you can baptize babies early, but a lot of people like wait. I don't understand why you'd wait. If there's a fear of damnation, you'd think you want to baptize the child as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Like but, out the womb, bless that thing. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people wait. I think it might have been a thing because I know some religions you have to wait mm-hmm. until you're a certain age to be baptized. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. You would think you would have the priest in the room baptize out the womb, right? You would think. Just as they're coming out of just the birth canal. Catched. Just <laughs> immediately into the bucket of, of holy, holy water. water. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like uh, embryonic fluid, right? Yeah. Same thing. Blessed well. by Jesus. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think it is something with waiting and yeah. you just you know make sure the baby's healthy and all this and that, and then when you're ready, you can baptize them. But I don't know how Puritans, especially in the old world, I think they just had to wait. Weird. You know, they got kicked out of the community. Maybe there just wasn't time. There wasn't time. Yeah, because he was pretty young when they got kicked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's a big scene. It is a big scene. Caleb is very torn up about this. Yeah, because he's possessed by the devil. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, wait, which part? I'm talking about Samuel. What scene are you talking about? I'm talking about when he's walking with his father. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Traps. Yes. I know you want to talk about it. I do. There's a lot of pressure in like Christian faith, typically of people being born of natural sin, which is not something that... I like at all, but it is a huge thing that's driven home in this scene because Caleb really is scared for the the state of his brother's soul. He's kind of convinced himself that Samuel's in hell, which mm-hmm. to me is the most unholy thing to imagine that this yeah, innocent... It's really fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, this innocent child... He's not innocent. Who is... <laughs> you know what? Religion you know what? Fun. Why? Why would God make such an imperfect soul? Why? To if... test us. <sighs> I hate that bullshit answer. <laughs> I was I was fed that answer so much Isn't growing up, and I'm, I'm done playing, with it. I'm playing devil's advocate by, by just telling God? you God's yeah. plan, <laughs> and Fuck. we ain't talking Drake. God's plan. Yeah. No. Um. It's really, and that's something that I always had an issue with growing up. Is like believing or being told that like your baseline is in the negative you're already not in the the favor of the god of god's eyes bank account open negative 500 no like negative (laughs) 10,000 but guess what if you're rich you you could just buy pardons and get your way into heaven that bullshit which is why the calvinists went since you can't hear me i am pointing at her (laughs) Which is why, you know, these people left the corrupt Church of England is because they're like, this is bullshit. What do you mean? You can't buy your way into hell- heaven. I'm going across the Atlantic. <laughs> I'm out of here. Anyway, 
yeah, it's just so sad because this is so, so real to them because it is literally their life. Oh, it is. It's reality. It is. It's it all is, real to them. It's insane. And what if I die? Caleb. Caleb. What is this? It's called, you gave me religion and now I have existential dread every time I wake up in the morning. Because I'm convinced that I will never be good enough. And nope. even when, when I am good enough, it's probably not going to be enough for God. So it will only be in his mercy that I will be granted into the, his kingdom. I guess. But, I guess, Caleb. Go that, on. That sucks. I'm God. I love you, but also... <laughs> I know you wanted to fuck your sister, here. you weirdo. I saw that. I saw those eyes. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Ew. It's so sad. Because yeah. it just sets you up to fail. Caleb is breaking down. Yes. What of Samuel's soul? He's in hell. He tells, he begs William essentially to tell him, can you tell me that Samuel is in heaven? Mm-hmm. And William, I mean, again, he's the goat because yeah. he doesn't lie to him. No. He says, I cannot. It's just, woof, this is great, but also not. But I guess that's like the whole thing with faith. That's the faith aspect of it. I mean, yeah, it. it's the faith that. That God will have mercy. smile upon him. Mercy upon you. It's just bullshit. I hate it when any child or like young person is just taken away. Whether that's like cancer or, you know, like being abducted or by a witch. Or by a witch. That would suck. (laughs) Or, you know, just or just, you know, having horrible things happen. And then on the back end people slap you in the face with, Oh, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. It's like Thanks for essentially, you may as well have said nothing, and it would have been better than what you just said. Because now you made me feel bad. Because now you're essentially saying... I deserve this. It was the plan all along that I would have this child, fall in love with it, and that God is like... You know what? Let's test him. Rip. (laughs) And it's just, what? That's the most evil God I can imagine. It doesn't give us anything that we can't handle. I'm not handling this well. No, not at all. <laughs> not doing good right now. That's an evil god. It's a vengeful god. I don't believe in it. <laughs> at least with Satan, it's straightforward. It's like, give me your soul, I'll give you whatever you want. It's like, that's a straightforward plan that I can get behind. But it's your soul. That's fine. I don't even care. I don't even need this. No. My life is already hell on earth as is. Bam. May as well dig in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what that's what Thomason ends up doing. Seems like it. She loses everything, and none of it is her fault, except for when she took that joke a little bit too far. She went too hard in the paint. You know, sometimes she's, you break your own ankles. She scored thirty though. <laughs> Absolutely killed uh, it. And I mean, I get it. She's just you know she she spent her her whole life seemingly pretending that she truly believes in God and. Truly wants to live in his his glory and love. Here's the thing. And it's, again, another Robert Eggers commentary thing. He says it all the time. I've seen him say it multiple times in many different interviews. He said, Anya played Thomason so perfect because Anya could never be a Puritan. Mm-hmm. And neither can Thomason. Yeah. What she brought to the role for him was that Thomason never wanted this. She as you said just now, is trying to fit into this role that her family has put her into. Yeah. To being a good Puritan woman. She's not that. She never wanted that. 
Mm-hmm. At the beginning, we see her praying and like, I ignore my prayer and I'm lazy and yeah. I do this, this and this. It's like a half-hearted confession. Yeah, it's just the fact of it is, I, I really do think putting any children in religion is, I'm not going to say that it is, but it's it's a crime in my eyes. It tends to lend itself to more Because it's just good. putting guilt, it's making them feel bad about being themselves. By just being a human being. And they don't even really... In my mind, they believe God is essentially just the Easter Bunny or Santa, any other made-up creature, because they believe in it just the same. You know, it's just some fictional thing that they have to be good for. Mm -hmm. But they don't understand what it is. They just understand, oh, if I say this, my mother will post it on Facebook and she'll be happy. Yeah. Again, it's my own personal thing. I know that religion can do a lot of good for a lot of people, and it does. I just personally think children have no place in religion. You need to seek it out yourself. You know, your family can tell you. I don't think kids should be indoctrinated into the church, though. No. I'm just going to reiterate. I think it just makes children feel bad and guilty about being themselves, Mm -hmm. which is what Caleb did and what Thomason did in this film. And I'm sure if we had more from Jonas and Mercy, they probably would feel the same way. Yeah. You know, so Thomason, she's just guilted into this. She feels bad for being herself. And she's the firstborn. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's the one taking the fall for all of the things that are going wrong because she's the oldest. Yeah. She didn't choose to be born. She didn't choose to be born into this family. But if you, you know, if you're Christian, I guess you do believe that you are by coming to earth you you are a willing soul. It's for some sects of for the Christian Mormonism. faith. Yeah, you like actively choose to come here so whatever hell you know whatever you whatever bad shit happens you chose it right so hey we didn't choose hell hell chose us absolutely (laughs) put that on a bumper sticker yeah but thomason never wanted any of this i really do believe that so as you said at the end hell yeah absolutely but nothing left to lose i can have butter a nice dress that's all i've ever wanted i want to see the world live moss Taco Bell. Hell, hell yeah. Can you imagine how like, I mean, to me, it's even baffling like to, to like see the world. But like yeah, back then. Yeah, when the world then, was just 20 feet. Yeah, it was like 20 miles maybe. Yeah. Like that was your perception of the world. Uh-huh. Now we have like Google Earth and we can like zoom in on whatever aspects we want. We can travel to most places. Yeah. Pretty reasonably. You're back right. then. Travel was nearly impossible. You could disappear in the next city. Yeah. It was life or <laughs> for death. For the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I used to have a family, but then I moved a town over. Mm-hmm. I'm done here in Oakburg. I'm moving over to Birchburg. Mm-hmm. And here, I'm a very successful person. That's nice. You know what I thought you were going to say before? What? I thought you were going to say, could you imagine how in the 1600s, how much a Crunchwrap Supreme would have slapped their ass? <laughs> Imagine the cheeses. They would have lost They would have killed their... Dude. They would have died. <laughs> Taco Bell fucks up our stomach. What ta- would it do to a Puritan? It's the sound of the Taco Bell bell, but just their soul leaving their body. Straight to hell. Oh my God. Can you imagine a it Doritos Locos taco just hitting a pilgrim's stomach? I think stomach? it would kill them. I genuinely think it would. Because their body has never had anything processed. That's probably what brought upon the plague. You're right. It was their Doritos 
It was Look a time a traveler just brought back mm-hmm. one packet of fire sauce from yep. Taco Bell. Yep. Just yep. Taco Bell's the real witch in this story. Burning my insides. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, Thomason may as well be a witch. It's dope. I'd do it. You Bunch kidding me? Dope women. Like ultimate power? Dancing. Love it. Being hot also, in the woods. Getting to be with that sexy ass Satan. Right. Are you kidding? Can He's you please tell man. the audience about him? I don't know his name. I should have. He's apparently very handsome. He's a very handsome man. And uh, he's the voice of Black Phillip. So you get to hear his sultry voice. Mm. It's fantastic. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I was like, I'm kind of turned on, but I'm mostly scared. I'm I'm very, very scared, but I'm kind of turned on. (laughs) What dost thou want? You, sir. You. (laughs) Check, please. (laughs) No deal. Oh, man. My soul's not good enough for the devil. Now, he, I, now I really have no reason to live. He has a great voice. Mm-hmm. They made an elaborate costume for him. You see his cowboy boots mm-hmm. with spurs on. They're very nice. You see his hand. You don't actually get to see him in devil It's not even form. his hand. It's like his hand in a glove. Yeah. But it's like, oh, that But glove. apparently <laughs> this man is a beautiful man. And if you look it up, you can just look up the Vavitch cast. Yeah. And he'll be under the voice of Black Phillip. This is a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. This guy has got great eyebrows. Just the whole structure is The facial lovely. structure is fantastic. Lovely. Beautiful eyes. <laughs> Delicious. I would live deliciously with him. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Yes. I know how to sign my name. There. Take me. It's just you in the living room yelling, yes. Yes. Yes, please. Oh. He's a beautiful man. He's got a great voice. And Black Phillip is the goat. Literally. <laughs> Greatest of all time. And a bleating, hellish animal who apparently caused nothing but distress and havoc on set. Yeah. In a lot of scenes, apparently, there were just animal handlers holding the goat. And they had to digitally alter, digitally erase them because the goat would just not do things. Here's, it's almost like it's a wild animal. Here's some fun facts. Yes. Fun facts. In the scene where... Black Phillip is standing and then William comes back and like grabs him by the horns yeah. and stuff. Black Phillip was on a harness. He was on a leash. Oh, yeah. That makes end. sense. That's why he was like, you know, Because he kind of looked there. like he was like paused in air. Mm-hmm. So he was there in the one where he is standing opposite William before he gores him. Yeah. There were just animal handlers holding him that were digitally erased. Why was he such a big goat? He's just a big boy. Big ass goat. He's Giant a, ass He's horns. a cute guy. I would kiss I him. Pet his son. I want to meet him. Could you imagine getting to meet Black Phillip? I don't know. Can if he's I still have? Alive. Don't say that. How long do goats live? Don't say that. <laughs> okay. I think like ten years, maybe. Ooh, a long life. I don't know. He was a bad boy. I'm gonna cry. I gotta look this up. <laughs> you keep <laughs> oh my talking. Goodness. Yeah. Apparently, for contrast, the rabbit, amazingly trained. Yay. The raven, amazingly trained. Fantastic animals. His Robert name was Eggers. Charlie or something? It was either the rabbit or the goat. Oh. Their name was Charlie in real life. Robert Eggers said the line, <laughs> I don't believe a goat can ever actually be trained because of how bad this goat acted. I'm sorry. I fell into something called Villain's Wiki, and it says type of villain that Black Phillip is. Satanic soul collector. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm trying to find out if the goat is still alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, God. So his nicknames, his aliases are Black Phillip, Satan, the Devil, or Goat, or King of All. 
which yeah. is apparently a Jonas and Mercy column. That's, That's fucking dope. metal. I love it. I'm the king of all. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I love this goat. I really love him. I have a little Pop Funko figurine of him. It's so cute. I don't even collect Pop Funko, but they're cute. There's a few things that I want to say really quickly. There's a part where, and we didn't really talk about Caleb's death. No. But Caleb, you know, he gets bewitched. He comes back naked. He's got a spell on him. As he's dying, he's yelling out. He does this whole monologue that's fantastic and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but during that, Catherine looks over at William and says, you know, what do you think of this? He just says, I have no thoughts. <laughs> it's just, yes, King. You. You stay out of this. That's Eddie. If I have never heard. Absolutely love it. I have no I, thoughts. I got nothing going on in this head. You handle it. All right? Oh, the goat's, the goat's name is Charlie. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. That was probably William, though, now that I think of it. Just being like, why don't you do something for once? You know? Yeah, come on. I have no thoughts. You help out. There's nothing in this head of mine. Mm-hmm. I love that. Obviously, Black Philip. we didn't spend too much time on him. He's a black billy goat. He's so cute. He speaks to Jonas and Mercy, or so we think, until it's revealed. He's actually literally the devil, yeah. which is dope as hell. That scared the absolute bonkers out of me. And it's wild to me. And I guess they just didn't have a choice? Or they? why would you even have that goat? I remember Robert in the commentary saying that, like, goats were, like, the lowliest farm animals you could right. have. Yeah. And so they traveled well. Yeah, they traveled well. They were easy to take care of. But, but why would you have such but, a, whoops, why would you, you have such an evil looking goat? It's just a goat. It, he's strong as hell. You want to pass those genes on to the. He's a black goat. I know, but you want to, like, have your female goats have strong babies but are all male goats black no so that's what i'm saying why would you have if you believe that the devil is real and all this and he comes in cloven feet and is often a billy goat as thomason says Mm -hmm. just get a different goat yeah i don't know leave black philip in town he can possess all them you get you like white chuck just hanging see now you're just being goat racist and i don't like that (laughs) That's that being goatist. You're being goatist. That's not kind. Well, but am I wrong? I don't. You I don't see black literal... animals as evil like the Puritans probably did. But that's what I'm saying. Like they the association did. of like black cats. That's being... what I'm saying, though. I don't know. They believed it. Why would you even take the risk? I don't know. It probably wasn't a choice. It was probably just something that was thrust upon them. Jonas, mercy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the twins suck. They're annoying hey. as hell. Fun fact I just learned. Charlie the goat was also in the film It Comes at Night. I come at night. No. <laughs> <sighs> Fantastic. I can't tell if he's still alive, but there was an article written about him in 2021. Oh, no, 2020. So I'm going to believe that he's still living and well, and he's had lots of cute little baby goat. Let's end with two final points. Let's do it. You wanted to talk about their hair. Yes. Do you I still do. want to? Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Do it. So a huge symbol that I noticed in the film the second or third time watching was that a large symbol for women in this film is their hair. So Thomason and Catherine are good Puritan women, so they typically keep their hair braided up and underneath a bonnet. But as the film progresses and they become more corrupted. Their hair it is allowed to like flow freely, 
and kind of become disheveled and more corrupt, if you will. And the witch and witches at the end of the film also have unbraided, long, kind of gross hair. So it's just kind of like, it's just a nice symbol that I noticed. They're and free. Yeah, they're free. They're liberated. They mm-hmm. are no longer restrained and forced into hiding. Mm-hmm. Catherine becomes possessed <laughs> and her hair like becomes that way. But Thomason takes her hair down as a choice, mm-hmm. which is very important. Remove thy shift. Honey, save that for later. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I need to find a shift so I can remove it. It's <laughs> so weird. What's weird? That it's called a shift. Yeah, I mean, it was just like underwear. The thing on my keyboard? <sighs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, as we said, Black Phillip, he speaks at the end. This is a weird thing. Let me start by saying what Black Phillip can offer. Because Black Phillip, again, is essentially the devil himself. Yeah. He offers Thomason butter. Ooh. A nice dress. You had me at butter. To see the world. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. All he asks is for her to sign her name in his book, essentially making a deal with the devil, right? Yeah. Sign your soul away great voice and then she joins this coven and has all this power and can flow and all this stuff i mean we've seen how strong the witches are mm-hmm. they took it down this family super easily oh yeah gg it just doesn't make any sense because william a great god-fearing man the whole family praying and all this stuff he begs god for help nothing no help mm-hmm He dies brutally. Oh, yeah. It's gross. Killed by the devil, essentially. Mm -hmm. Why is the devil so strong if God is supposed to be like the almighty? But like in this story, the devil wins. And I love it. He can offer Thomason so much more than she ever had, like being a Puritan. Mm -hmm. He overpowers this family and essentially overpowers Christ. Yeah. Because he wins. Mm -hmm. He gets the soul of Thomason. And is able to move on and do it again and again. Yeah. Just like, what? what is this? I love it. I love it I when mean, the I love villain it, wins. But it's just, it's such a weird power dynamic. Yeah. And I think like, I guess it could be argued that as soon as William turned his family away from the fold of the church, that they were damned. It could be argued that that's the case. It could also be argued that the mercy that God shows is allowing them to die. Oh, really? It could be. Because their life on earth is hell, and they can only be brought into salvation through death. So perhaps William's prayers were answered. I don't know. His last words are, Corruption, thou art my father. Which is him essentially kind of absolving himself of sin. Because it's the final lowering of himself before God. Yeah. He's like, I am the most corrupt thing that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. It's like his final, like, I fucked up. I'm done. Please forgive me. It's his final shrug. Yeah. Whoops. I mean, it's not like they had a priest or anything to, like, read them their final rites. Throw some water at them. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows where their souls lie, theoretically? I do believe that William would be in heaven. He's a good guy. He he did his best. But that's all you could ask for. That's all you Caleb, could ask for. Heaven. Probably, yeah. Heaven up. 
Jonas and Mercy are twats, so I, I mean, don't they, know about them. They talk to the devil. Yeah, they. I think they're little hellions down there. Catherine, hell. Hell. She's she's like washing dishes in hell. Aw. Samuel. Oh heaven for him. <laughs> Limbo. Of course. No. You get to hang out heaven. in between. Heaven. You get to be in a liminal space. No, Samuel. And then let's just say it. Thomason wins. Oh, Thomason just she gets everything. Girl, fantastic, and, and she deserves everything. And she got nothing she? for yeah. so long. Yeah, she got nothing. Now she wins. She gets to travel the world. She gets butter and mm-hmm. a nice dress, and she gets to be with a lot of fun naked ladies. Mm-hmm. What more could you want? And she can fly. Amazing. Well, hey, the devil, Black Philip. He's our goat. They win yet again. Yay! Hey! Hooray! Hooray! Let's begin wrapping this episode up by going to our next segment, the DTR. Deter. Define the relationship that we have with the Vavitch. Mm-hmm. For myself. Yes. And I think for the both of us, mm-hmm. this is my favorite horror movie. Absolutely. I think it's amazingly effective at what it does. The tension is high from the start. Mm-hmm. And that's due to not only the acting, the cinematography the soundtrack, but it all works so perfectly together. Yeah. Directed by Robert Eggers, who I'm not a weird like film guy. No. But I think Robert Eggers is my favorite director. Yeah. I love what he does. Very good at developing an atmosphere and putting the audience where he wants them and making it feel like there's no way they're ever going to get out of that place. Right. He's very good at trapping us. Watching this movie for the first time, as we've said, I think before on the podcast, if I could go back and watch it for the first time again, I would do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. My state of mind back then just allowed me to be so into this film. Mm-hmm. I bought into it 100%. Absolutely. Scared the hell out of me. Felt real terror. Now today, I feel like I could watch this movie every month. Oh, Absolutely. It's just it's just so well done. Mm-hmm. I love the characters. Thomason's an amazing character. I love William, Caleb. You know, Catherine's a good person to hate. She's yep. a good heel. And Black Phillip, amazing. Mm-hmm. Very quotable. It's the argument of why do people like horror? What do they like about it? A lot of people don't like jump scares. Well, you could watch this film and see an actual scary movie. Yeah. My relationship. 100% show dependent. I quote it all the time. I think about it all the time. It's a movie that makes me feel good. I look forward to watching it again. And I feel like I learn things from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of like a, I don't know. It's just one of those movies that you can watch over and over and over and over and over again. And every time you're going to get something new out of it, you're going to notice something else. You're going to fully understand what's being said a little bit more every time. And it's just... It's so decadent. Mm, it's butter. so dense and just, it's it's great. It's a piece of art that I I love looking at and being a part of. Because that's, that's the cool thing about this film. Unlike movies where it feels like you don't have any say in it. You don't really, you're just kind of along for the ride. This film shoves you in a seat, straps you in, and says... For the next like hour and a half, this is your life Mm -hmm. and you don't have a choice in the matter. And that's kind of the nice thing about horror is it's like you don't have to worry about anything else except for what's happening right now. 
just buy into it mm-hmm. you're about to be scared oh yeah you're if it's a movie as good as the vavich you're about to think about this for the rest of your life i mean i watched the commentary oh yeah you was never 100% do that. enthralled there are very few things that i've watched the commentary on i've watched interviews q and a's about what what was the mindset how did you do this and every single time i watch something i'm just this is dope enamored yeah i'm i am in love with this film absolutely that's what i said it's complete show dependence complete show dependence this is a lifelong film i I will never not like this movie i need this film yeah absolutely without this film i would not be as complete of a person yeah you wouldn't have i mean at face value you wouldn't have your twitter no i wouldn't have my twitter handle i wouldn't have the, for like, like Twitch, we wouldn't have like this character yeah. and all these stories and all this. Like so many things have branched off. We like talk about this movie with our friends and mm-hmm. stuff. And so many things have come out of us watching this movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Ooh, much like the devil himself. Yay. Hail Satan. Well, everyone, that is it for our final episode of this spooky season. Aww. It's sad, but it's the first spooky season we got to spend together. Aw, cute. And hey, next year, it'll be our second. And we'll have even more spooky stuff. We'll delve deeper into the macabre or just goofy Halloween fun Mm -hmm. and enjoy spooky season the way it's supposed to be enjoyed with others. Being afraid and scared, but bonding over that fear. Fear bond. Yay. Fantastic. My name, once again for all of you, is eddie you can find me on twitter and twitch at victor v suite you can follow us at show dependent pod that is s-h-o dependent pod on twitter on instagram and obviously a follow a listen a download spreading the word of our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere you listen to them is greatly appreciated because it helps a lot knowing that other people are out there enjoying what we do here. Not only are we individually driven by this, because mm-hmm. we really do love doing this, but it's nice to hear that other people are enjoying it. So, if you would do us a kind favor, share us with your loved ones, and maybe your uh, spooky family. Ooh, spooky family. All those devils and familiars you know. Oh, cute. Kayla, mm-hmm. where can they find you? You can find me at DJ Vavitch. There it is. On Twitter. Nowhere else. Don't worry about it. Only Twitter. You're okay? not you're not out in the woods dancing with the devil. What I do in my free time is my business. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> what me and Black Philip do and You hang don't out. know him. Only I know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, save the date. Save the date. Because while spooky season is coming to an end, there's still some a weird residual spookiness, I think that is present in our next season Mm -hmm. you see here on show dependent we go from spooky season to the christmas season yep (laughs) because let's face it thanksgiving lame a lot of it not only because of the historical stuff but there's just no season no like what is it just fall let's watch some football and break some leaves (laughs) we just did fall with spooky season get over yourself you don't get a season because you're essentially one day, it's Christmas time. Yeah. And Christmas is a little spooky. It's just a little, yeah. There's a lot of ghosts in Christmas stories. Yeah, there's also a home invader. And there's also a pumpkin king. Ooh. 
who finds Christmas and thinks that he can do it better. We'll unpack that next week when we discuss the nightmare before Christmas. Until that time, again, enjoy your spooky season. When this comes out, it's close to Halloween, so I really hope that you have a great time. Mm -hmm. Get scared. Please. Scare someone else. Please. Enjoy this amazing time that we definitely need to go harder on every year from now on because people are just not, you know, the spookiness I feel like is fading. I don't want, the the joy of spookiness cannot die. The joy of being scared is unique. Mm-hmm. And we need to keep it. Absolutely. So we will leave you with the wise, wise question from Black Philip himself. What's, What's that, that like, like to, to live, live deliciously? deliciously?